everyone. You're listening to the Sailing to Success podcast show, where we share practical tips and strategies to help you be more productive, boost your profits, and grow your business. I'm Lindsay Phillips, founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth, and I'll be your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion. So today, I'll be chatting with serial entrepreneur, Anitin Shoda. He went from a penniless immigrant to owning and running multi-million dollar companies. And I'm really excited to be sharing his success tips. We touch upon systems, marketing, hiring, running a team, and just some of those uh, tricks and tips. So let's get started. So I'm really thrilled to be speaking with Nitin Shoda, who's a physical therapist, got and so much more. Um, he has a really interesting story too, which I mean, sometimes with my podcast, I delve into the story and sometimes um, more strategy, but today I'm going to touch a bit on both. He actually began his entrepreneurial journey at the age of 14 when he sold Coca-Cola bottles, you know, before they had them in cans and returned the bottles back to the store to, to earn back that deposit. And, you know, as an immigrant who arrived in the States, um, penniless in 2002 in a post 9-11 world, I mean, he delivered pizza, he slept in his car, he didn't have money for winter clothes. But you can tell that he was just a go-getter, a real hustler. And he actually um, became a licensed physical therapist, and which is impressive enough, right? But also an entrepreneur, an author, and a public speaker in 2007. And he actually owns and runs several multi-million dollar companies with 30 plus employees worldwide. So he is definitely living the American dream. Um, he's a licensed, uh, as I mentioned, a, a physical therapist. But he also co-owns an industry-leading electronic medical record software, and he's the author as well of Total Activation, the five-step fitness mantra, which is available on Amazon. And it's a dynamic new approach to weight loss and personal wellness, and it's a system that's modeled in three changes of stage, so identity, compare, and integrate which has uh, five components as well. So your emotional, physical, social, spiritual, and intellectual. And then, uh, you know, if that wasn't enough people, he has created a skincare and nutrition line, products that work in synergy to activate the best version of you. And uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But since its launch in, in April of 2014, his team has grown dramatically. And the nutrition and skincare products that, it, you know, he's, he's created has been purchased by thousands of customers and you know living in the east and the west total activation was actually created out of a need for Nitin and his wife um, in their own lives so that again you can be the best version of yourself so I mean going from a penniless immigrant to god I mean it's impressive enough being a physical therapist but now earning millions and being an entrepreneur um I definitely want to tap into what his secrets of success are so thank you for joining us today I'm I'm happy to be here and I appreciate the opportunity to be here and add value to your listeners. Thank you. So, I mean, my gosh, it, it's hard enough, you know, as you were, were saying off there, we both have young children and you're expecting another, which is really exciting. And it's enough just being a physical therapist and, and working full time like most people do. What made you delve into the electronical, you know, medical software end of things because that's that's quite a stretch <laughs> um you know um every physical therapist um for that matter every health professional but i can talk uh, specifically about physical therapists because i'm a physical therapist mm -hmm. my wife's my wife's a physical therapist 
every physical therapist um, is, you know, outstanding at treating patients, working with mm-hmm. patients, but they're not necessarily comfortable with or even interested in uh, software. Right. When I, when I say software, I mean, you know, software for email marketing, text message marketing, even, you know, online scheduling, online documentation, online billing. It's just, you know, yeah. it's, think of think of all of these things as necessary evils for any business. I mean, you and I are using a piece of software right now to talk to each other, uh, to record this podcast. Uh, you know, we software is a part of uh, pretty much every aspect of yeah. our lives. Um, so for me, um, I saw, uh, you know, the electronic medical software realm as, as uh, a logical extension of some of the things we were already doing because we've been, you know, creating and selling software for over 10 years now. Um, so for me, um, I enjoy the creative aspect of creating software, of marketing software, of, mm. you know, uh, um, lecturing, writing articles, more so than actually working with patients. So I would, I would go so far as to say I'm a better, I'm a better public speaker, writer than I am a clinician. And my wife reminds me all the time that she's a better clinician. <laughs> than I am. And I'm like, yes, you're right. You're right. You know, you got to know your strengths. Yeah, so, absolutely. So for me, the fact that I'm a physical therapist, I'm honored and privileged to be one uh, because it's given me an understanding of what we struggle with as physical therapy, private practice owners. So that led to the creation of my first three or four businesses. And uh, before I became a physical therapist, I was actually a, a fitness trainer. Oh, okay. An athlete. And, uh, you know, I, the, the, the concept of total activation was something I sort of wrote about almost 15 years ago. And so for me, life has now come back full circle after successfully creating products. And, and you know, uh, I still do that. That's, you know, that's um, what I enjoy doing. I've sort of come back full circle uh, to the concept of total activation, which you alluded to, which is essentially a life philosophy, which will not only help you, uh, you know, live a better life as a person, but it'll also actually help you become a more successful business owner. Because I think the in the business, in any business, the self needs to be in balance before you can attempt to, you know, go out there and add value and make money. I mean, if you're kind of, if you're kind of screwed up internally, you're not going to be able to add value to other people, lead other people and, uh, and run a successful business. No, I agree. I mean, it's, and especially as an entrepreneur, I mean, it, it, our brains are always working, right? And and it is hard to find balance sometimes, but it's like to have your physical element, like going to the gym and having your, uh, you know, emotional state kind of, you know, straight and narrow. And if you have balance in those different areas, you just feel so much more focused and clear and you can like, you know, forge into the future just that much better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well said. Um, so, obviously yeah it just it blows me away that people usually in the medical industry and not to stereotype or anything but they're more interested in you know being people in being with people and helping them and and not being on the technical side of things so the fact that you're into both is quite interesting um so at what point um was it with that company or your nutrition uh skincare line that you started to bring on more staff members um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think we grew pretty quickly and pretty organically very fast. So we actually mm-hmm. started bringing on staff members within an hour, actually. Holy. Um, so within a French, within, with, <laughs> I wish that were true. Uh, I meant to say within a year. That makes more company. sense. 
<laughs> I have no idea why I said that, but that's I, all right. I, Maybe it felt like an hour because it went by so damn fast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How about this? I started a business, and within an hour, I hired twenty people. Woo-hoo. Within two hours, I made my first million, and within uh, within a day, I was I don't know. Um, I started building my own rocket ships. That sounds a lot more, you know, that sounds a lot uh, sort of, that's a much better person for a podcast than I would be, to be honest. There you go. That's a superhero. (laughs) I don't think that person even exists. Um, So how did you go from, I mean, when you were a physical therapist, did you have your own practice or were you working for somebody else? Yes, I did have my own practice and uh, I built it up uh, myself by marketing, by hustling, knocking mm-hmm. on doors, yeah. getting referrals. So yeah, I did that. And then, you know, I said, you know what, the stuff I'm doing works and I'm going to teach it. I'm going to teach it to other people, you know. That's great. And then, I mean, just managing people takes a whole skill. Um, so, I mean, going from one person to having some staff and now having multiple businesses with staff in their own goals, their own core values, their own agendas and so forth. How do you manage all of that? Like, do you have specific systems or ways of dealing with your team? Well, yeah, I mean, we actually, uh, we actually have, uh, we actually have systems uh, for everything. Uh, We have systems for pretty much how to do customer support. Mm -hmm. We have systems for how to, um, uh, you know, how to basically get, uh, you know, how to support clients, how to, um, how to fulfill our products, uh, how to use software to automate marketing from our clients. Mm-hmm. So we literally have systems for every single thing that, uh, that you can imagine, you know. And do you have managers or empowering your team to help you make those decisions? I mean, I'm assuming you're not creating all of this on your own, that you do rely heavily on um, some of your staff. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the systems that are created, the original systems on how to do something are created by me. My staff keeps improving and, you know, sort of Mm -hmm. refining the systems. And then we have the managers who help the rest of the team implement those systems. I mean, because I I like, uh, you know, I I would say a good analogy is, you know, when you're going from zero to, let's say, $100,000 in revenue, it's entirely a function of how hard you work, how good your product is, how much you market. But if you want to go from 100, thousand to a million two million or more you've got to have good people and good systems otherwise you're not going to scale you're just going to you know fold uh fold and sort of you know um and disappear that's a great point and i know i've had to scale my business a couple of times and it's always changing right it's never static when you kind of reach another level you have to think about how you can scale it better Um, do you have any tips for entrepreneurs that are needing that kind of at that fork in the road where they need to scale? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, um, when, you're, when you're scaling, uh, make sure that you uh, are become very good at identifying and hiring the right people. Mm-hmm. Because identifying and hiring the right people is a very, very important aspect of, uh, of success. Uh, hiring the right people will allow you to, to sort of be hands-off. Otherwise, you're going to have to interfere and, you know, sort of uh, meddle in every little part of your business and you're not going to be, you're not going to be productive if that's the case. No, if you're having to micromanage along the way, I mean, you might as well do it yourself, which obviously you're going to burn the candles at both ends. What, just out of curiosity, what are some of the criteria that you look for in a quote unquote great employee? 
You know, um, this, it's it's interesting you ask that. Um, whenever we look for an employee, we put out an ad and then we talk about, you know, here's who we are, here's why we are a fun place to work. Here's the kind of person we need. If you're the kind of person who works nine to five uh, and wants to clock out at the at the end of the day, then this job is not for you. If you're the kind of person who comes to work with a sense of enthusiasm, is not afraid to put in extra hours, and is uh, you know is looking to improve uh, processes as opposed to just being told what to do all the time, mm-hmm. then, then you're the right person for us. If you if you think you fit the bill, send us an email telling us about the last time you made someone smile. Oh, nice. That's it. Ninety five percent of the emails we get, uh, people just email us their resume. So yeah. we we have an internal sort of um, filter within our email that if they don't include the word smile in the email they send us, then we delete the email. Interesting. We don't even look at the yeah. resume. So if someone follows the instruction, reveals their personality, mm-hmm. is a little, you know, is fun and quirky and sort of, you know, we don't even look at their resume. We try and identify people who have the right work ethic, who mm-hmm. uh, match with our personality and who read the, who read the ad. They don't just blindly start yes. resumes everywhere because if, if they've read the ad, they're more likely to be in sync with our culture. That and attention to detail, which is always a good skill. <laughs> Following instructions. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I find that um, personality is like it's more than half of the puzzle. I mean, there's a lot of things that in your business that you can train, and you know, unless you're, you know, looking for a brain surgeon that's very specific, but yeah, it's, it's like you're halfway there. If you have someone that's personality aligns with you and your company and what you're looking for, it's huge. Mm-hmm, exactly. And so how do you deal with like training and team culture and, and cause I mean, managing a team is, is a, is a lot of hard work and, and, you know, making sure that everyone's happy and following the systems. And I mean, there's a lot of moving parts in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, uh, number one, I have people I can rely on. Right. And number two, uh, each one of those uh, people have, you know, a set set of guidelines Perfect. within which they can tackle a situation. If they have to deviate from those guidelines, they have the freedom to do that without checking with me as long as they are okay being held accountable for their actions. Yeah. So on the one hand, we have freedom. On the other hand, you know, we don't want someone who, you know, makes excuses or sort of, uh, you know, sort of uh, blames others when things go south. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I guess it's a, it's a very, it's a very sort of flexible, honest culture. And honestly, there have been times, uh, Lindsay, where I'm talking with my staff and I'm like, oh gosh, I was such an idiot. I should have done this. <laughs> so they see that openness from me. Yeah. They hear me call myself out. So when I call them out, in a respectful way, of course. Yeah. When they call each other out, it's it's accepted. It's not, oh my God, how could he say that to me? Right. So we have, we have a culture where we call each other out and where we playfully challenge each other. And uh, we're, we're constantly pushing each other. Don't get me wrong. It's not a chilled mm-hmm. out environment. It's a go, 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 go kind of environment. But, you know, it's, it's, a kind of, it's a kind of life we lead and it's the kind of company we have. That's nice. And, and yeah, you're so right. I mean, I've seen some entrepreneurs that just take themselves too seriously. And it's, you know, with my team, it's like, yep, I totally gapped out. I sent you the wrong information or I sent you the wrong file or, I mean, I'm not perfect and I'll happily admit it when I do so. Um, 
and yeah, always looking for their input so that, and I think that too, that helps foster that feeling of a team versus you being a boss and overseeing, you know what I mean? The people. Mm-hmm. Now I, I want to jump to and hear a little bit more about your nutrition and your skincare line. Um, so tell me how that came to be. Um, well, um, you know, total activation, uh, is basically a system, uh, of, uh, you know, sort of activating yourself from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So the philosophy is, you know, for those who care about what they put on and in their body, having lived, uh, you know, living and uh, growing up in India, I, I saw, you know, uh, the amazing sort of organic, uh, you know, herbs and spices and, you know, stuff you can get in India to, you know, rejuvenate your skin. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, coming to the U.S., I saw these amazing, incredible, you know, supplements that can, uh, that can you know, um, that can sort of uh, contribute to healthy hair, skin, nails. So I, I said to myself, you know, a, a system that combines the best of the East and the West. We're talking, you know, skincare products made from organic ingredients uh, and, you know, uh, things like aloe vera and uh, nutritional supplements that contain, you know, substantial amounts of vitamins and minerals, uh, fish oils, you know, protein to to sort of help um, improve collagen production, improve blood circulation and overall improve the quality of life. Combining these things into one system would be would be a powerful combination and that system would sort of feed the philosophy which is written in the you know which is in my book total activation which as you said is emotional physical social spiritual mm. and intellectual balance so for me um a philosophy with products that you know uh complement the philosophy was how the whole concept of fashion and the associated skincare products and nutritional supplements was born. Nice. And are these items um, strictly sold online or are they in stores? Um, it's, it's online. So we're, our products are on totalactivation.com, on Amazon, um, on, on uh, Walmart, Jet and eBay. And uh, yeah, we're selling it primarily online. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I know a lot of a lot more people are moving towards things that are more natural with no chemicals. And, and I mean, same here. My son has eczema and I mean, he does have medication for his skin, but it's now I'm using, you know, geranium oil and, you know, some other oils that I use on his skin. And it's helped so much because I'm just like, I don't want him relying on the on the chemicals. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. And you're absolutely right. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, just moving to more natural uh, products. And like you say, I mean, what you're ingesting, what you're putting on your skin that goes in your body. I mean, you know, it, it affects your, your well-being and your not that your business is the be all and end all, but it's, it affects your success in general. They're all like interconnected. Mm-hmm. Now, so what have you learned over the past number of years then with your electronic um, medical software and this company um, with marketing? Tell me your approach with marketing and, and maybe some of the elements that you think entrepreneurs can learn from. So there are three aspects uh, to marketing. One is what we call the awareness phase where a customer who doesn't know anything about you suddenly mm-hmm. becomes aware of you. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, going on a date with someone, you kind of get to know them and decide, Hey, do I want to see this person again? Or, you know, what's my first impression? So that's the awareness phase. Then there is what we call 
the acquisition phase which is where the customer exchanges something meaningful with you it could be time if someone schedules a demo with you mm-hmm. uh it could be if someone you know picks up the phone and calls you that's a big deal yes. calling your business because you know they they're giving you their most valuable commodity which is time right mm-hmm. and of course obviously if they if they buy something from you or invest money with you so if there's an exchange of time or money the relationship changes the person goes from becoming a prospect to a customer so there's awareness uh you know meaningful engagement with prospects you know you can give away white papers downloadable ebooks documents mm-hmm. freebies uh you then convince the person to engage in some sort of an exchange with you which then becomes acquisition and then uh and then the the third aspect is actually what we call engagement some people call it retargeting some people call it replication but engagement is where you take your existing customers mm-hmm. and where you um are able to educate them uh, sort of indoctrinate them yeah with, with your way or your lifestyle or you know your way of doing things as long as you provide meaningful value to clients they should then see the need to come back to you and buy more stuff yeah and um, you know that that in and of itself can create a successful business cuz most businesses spend a lot of time in awareness but they suck when it comes to acquisition and they have zero or no engagement once somebody has made a purchase i know that's so true it's funny you talk about that cuz i literally just made a video yesterday um about nurturing how people same thing as engaging once they're a client or once they're on their e-list it it's sort of like they just think that oh if they want something they'll come ask for it i'm like it doesn't work that way <laughs> unfortunately Yeah, I agree with you. Mhm. Yeah. Um and yeah, so uh, I mean, yeah, just to me it's like staying in touch, informing, um just like just like you said. So, do you find like email marketing, do you do direct marketing, social media? You know, it's a combination of all of the above. We have email, we do uh some direct mail, we do a lot of social media, uh you know, Facebook specifically, but it's you know, honestly, it's less about the medium because and it's more about the message. Um uh you know, we've been experimenting with uh, voicemail campaigns, we've been experimenting oh, right with SMS SMS campaigns. Honestly, Lindsay, the medium could change, right? I mean, today we do yeah. Facebook. You never know. 15 years from today you know heck we might be able to you know if people are you know playing a game we might be able to transmit messages to in their ears through the game you know what i'm saying yeah you know you might be you might be uh listening to uh you know alexa uh listening to music and all of a sudden you hear hey wait did you know that there's a you know a sale running for an hour on such and such product i'm pretty sure that's part of amazon's plan and then of course you know if you go to physical stores you might have customized ads so you know honestly the medium of the transmission of the mm-hmm. message will change will evolve uh, i don't know if you've seen this movie you know minority report from tom cruise uh, with with steven spielberg yeah. and tom cruise so he's he's actually when he's running away from his team when he's suspected of being you know uh, um, uh, a bad guy he when he walks into a mall they they actually you know scan his eyes and then show him customized offers on the screens in the mall so that's just one example of where we could be heading but again this just goes to show that the actual medium 
whether it's messages on Facebook or ads mm-hmm. on Facebook or pictures on Instagram or videos on YouTube or text messages on your phone or letters in the mail. What really matters is the message. If I show a beer drinker an ad about, you know, a new kind of Heineken beer, then I, you know, I could make a sale. But if I ask them to drink vodka, I'm wasting my money. If I show, if I show a lipstick ad to a male, what do you think he's going to do? Hopefully yeah. he's not going to buy the lipstick, unless, you know, unless it's for his spouse, his spouse or wife or something, right? <laughs> but, but again, you know, the messaging and the targeting is much more important in my mind than the medium in and of itself, you know? That is true. I mean, really, when you think about it, everyone is so different. Some people like to watch things. Some people like to listen. Some people like to read. Um, You know, some people may be on Instagram. Some people may not. So it's like, you know, covering your grounds is probably key. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So, you know, for entrepreneurs that are out there and that are growing their business and want to take them to the next level, um, what kind of mindset, um, kind of motivation do you have? I mean, you've, I'm sure you've had your, you know, your ups and your downs and, um, and, but you've tackled so much and you seem extremely ambitious and successful. So I would love for you to, you know, inspire us with how we can move forward. You mean in terms of my approach to things, my general approach? Yeah, you're just like to success and make you want to do more and and take it to the next level? You're always going to be faced with situations when um, you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. Whether it's something you tried to do that backfired. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, You you know, I can tell you, I can give you four or five examples. Employees might quit on you. Mm -hmm. Vendors might bail on you and not give you what you need. Software might fail on you. Um, Heck, you might get sued. We actually even got sued by a competitor who, you know, thought that was the only way to stop us. And of course, it didn't go anywhere. Um, You might, um, you know, you might run into uh, all kinds of problems and you will, you will run into problems because if you're doing anything that's ambitious and meaningful, you are going to run into uh, situations where your vision or your ambition is not in line with reality. Um, and that is going to happen Um, you know so the question is not whether you'll run into trouble or whether you'll face trouble because you will Mm -hmm. you know I mean Amazon again talking about Amazon Amazon has had huge failures Um, you know for example their you know their fire phone that they invested a lot of money on you know what it bombed right Um, uh, Apple has also had devices that kind of just disappeared and so on and so forth. So the question is not when you get into a hard, you know, sort of a tough spot. The question is, what do you do when you are in that spot? Right. Um, And in my mind, when you're in a tough spot, you do only two things. One, you ask yourself, how do I, what is the single thing I can do now to claw myself out of this situation? Mm -hmm. I can tell you that when I was essentially bankrupt, all I had to do was pick all I decided to do was pick up the phone and start calling my you know former clients because I had done business with a few people and I just started you know hustling and selling them more stuff that would help them and that's how I was able to you know start to raise some cash and pay off my bills and climb out of the financial hole I was in the second thing is make sure you can call people or reach out to people 
who can share their wisdom with you. Now, if you're lucky enough to, you know, go to conferences or be part of networking circles where you can be friends with people who can, you know, sort of be your mentors, that's great. But if you can't, guess what? Pay them. A lot of these mentors will, you know, be happy to, you know, um, they have these kinds of mastermind programs mm -hmm. where you can sign up and pay a fee to have access to a mentor. Make sure you have someone you can reach out to who can help you, whether you, uh, whether it's through a personal relationship or whether it's through, you know, an exchange of money, because they'll help you avoid and deal with situations that you would not otherwise be able to deal with. That's true. That's good advice. And I, and I find a guy I have a, I'm part of a mastermind group as well. And just being a, a part of a group with like-minded people, it, it, I don't know, it keeps you inspired and, and motivates you to, to do more and stay accountable. And um, yeah, I definitely think it's beneficial. Mm -hmm. yep. Awesome. So how can people find your uh, skincare line? Yeah, you know, if uh, if they visit www.totalactivation.com, again, that's totalactivation.com, they can actually um, uh, get, our, get the book, Total Activation, they can get our skincare products, they can get our nutritional supplements. And uh, if they send us a message through our contact page, uh, Lindsay, and they mention your name, um, then uh, we'll be happy to give them a discount for our products. Or if any entrepreneurs listening want to get some advice or some input from me, just mention Lindsay's name on the contact us uh, page. And I'll make sure that my team gets that in, gets that email over to me. And I promise you I'll respond. It may not be right away, but I will respond and help you. And that's my way of thanking uh, Lindsay for the opportunity of, you know, of being here on her show. Oh, thank you so much. That's awesome. And I noticed that you, um, you sell not only in the States, but also Canada and England as well, which is awesome. Me All over the world. Yeah, we, we ship yeah. internationally. Mm -hmm. Perfect. That's great. Thank you so much for taking your time. I mean, owning, you know, so many businesses and having a young family um, and just sharing your, your, your success tips. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's my pleasure. All right, so that is it for today's episode of Sailing to Success podcast, folks. Um, of course, you can find this episode, others, my videos, and blogs at smoothbusinessgrowth.com or my sister site at lindsayphillips.com. So have a profitable and productive week, and may the winds always be at your back. Mm -hmm.